two interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world collide. This is When Crit Happens. <laughs> Welcome back to Raghatima, everybody. I am your game master, Torsten David Johnson. He, they, and I am joined today by the one and only Joshua. What a dudo, Joshua David Robinson, aka Tighten Your Belt, aka Don't Let It Melt, aka I'm gonna stop there. He, they for <laughs> Joshua, they, them for Tighten Your Belt. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to stop there. That's your name. People call you. I'm going to stop there. And Deanna. Hi, I'm Deanna. Uh, I play Jasu, who is much calmer and less insane than I am in reality. <laughs> and Kylie. And this is also June, in case anyone, no one can hear her, but just know that she's also here. My dog is here. Her name is Junebug, and she is here. <laughs> <laughs> And Kylie. Hey y'all, Kylie Brinkman playing Josephina Wick, aka Joe, aka Joe. Uh, stop, stop. Sometimes, sometimes when people call her by her name, they pause for a moment and then they say. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I got a banter question for you today. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So my banter question is: Now that we have a pre-show. Is it time to cut the banter question? What? Wait, what? They wa- <laughs> All the Patreon members know what our pre-show Wait, was. was so there was previously a banter question that we would do at the beginning. Yeah, go of back the and shows. listen. You'll, you'll see. Yeah, I there's always like a little chit chat. Th- oh, I thought you were just being nice. I, truly, I just thought we were interacting as friends. <laughs> I'm incapable of doing yes, that without preparation. And. <laughs> my entire life, it was all a my lie. My entire life, yeah. The, I feel like I. This is a fraud. This is all Torsten's fraud. just been <laughs> scripting all our interactions for podcast the content. The wizard isn't real. I am Dorothy. care. care. Now let me question my entire existence. Honestly, good job, Tor- Torsten, in acting so human-like that no one knew <laughs> that you were not just human-y. That's a BFA right there. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> oh, God. All right, everybody. Roasted. So, <laughs> last time. I'm gonna need you to stop you I'm there. Move on from this. As I'm gonna need you to stop you there. You're mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, last time, having reunited with Jasu, you all settled in for some rest in the secret forge room inside the mountain. They are still laughing, y'all. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yama made dinner for you on his camp stove and you sorted through some of the various papers and artifacts that you had collected. This includes the Tempest Bringer, a magical staff, which Yama told you was a relic of the Koro family. You also realized that you had some documents contracting laborers from Terra to connect this forge to the viewpoint above as well as a contract for a mage named Aramaeus Woolton from the Honori House of Learning in Aegir. These contracts are all from hundreds of years ago, but given how long people live in Aegir, it isn't entirely surprising to you, Titan, to recall that name as one of your father's colleagues. Mm-hmm. In the morning, you decided to go investigate the viewpoint. As you stepped into the stairway, soft purple lights ensconced in the walls began to glow. 
Yama was surprised, telling you that this meant that they were still connected to the Terran web and that this descending staircase must still connect to the rest of Terra. You proceeded up to the viewpoint and looked out across the entire region of the Stormcrest. Fog was filling the mouth of Deep Reach Bay, rolling in off the open ocean. Thank you. Thank you for the foley. Wow. Obscuring the Corsair Isles and obscure, obscure, obscure. a giant osprey <laughs> was in the sky osprey, above Deepold. You also noticed two familiar figures approaching the tower from the same direction you had come. <laughs> so funny to heck up the wrong words. So I was wondering what you said. I just wasn't going to ask. <laughs> None other than Daphne and Carl who had Tried Carl. to take your water on your way into Cologne. Daphne and Carl. <laughs> and then down on the barren coast, the leeward barren side coast. of the peninsula, <laughs> hidden from the rest of the region, you saw an entire army wearing Coro yellow. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This army was marching directly toward Typhon Head, the fortress that was recently converted into a school for orphans. Orphans. You immediately set off to warn the people of Longstrom before heading to Tyvenhead yourselves. On the way, Yama decided he would help you find your way through the corrupted forest before departing down into the tunnels back to Terra. And as you departed from the caverns of the mountains into the sunlight, you saw Daphne and Carl just outside the tower walls. They looked up at you and Daphne said, Well, look who we have here. Boo. And that's where we are now. Hey, what's up? Are they wearing the Coro yellow as well? No, not at all. They are wearing the same black leather and chain mail that they were uh, last time you saw them. Um, and they've come up from the opposite direction. So up from Longstrom, the same way that you came. Mm -hmm. And they look to be headed towards the tower. Uh, don't looky what we have here, me. Last <laughs> time we saw you, you was running with your tails between your legs in your busted ass black chain mill, which still looks dirty and ashy as hell. So what? What do you want? Well, what? Uh, I guess I just don't know why you're here. Bitch, what you doing here? <laughs> what, am, what am I doing here? Yes. My God, uh, do not make me repeat myself. I'm trying to make a little money, okay? Can't somebody try to- Oh, you trying to make some coins? Make a living? Yes, of course. I ain't got no problem with nobody making no coins. Yeah, so get out of the how? way. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. They how you, wanna know how. Yeah, how you finna make some coin? Give me a perception check. Can I make a perception check as well? Yeah, everybody. Can I make that perception check with advantage by smelling? Jesus. <laughs> uh, you can, yeah, if you'd like. You know we what? got an 11. 15. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't help me. I still got a 10 no matter what. Okay. Yeah, they they don't smell amazing. They smell no. like they've been hiking, but you you also are still getting the the kind of acrid smell of the water. I don't know what that word means, but it always comes to my head when I think of the water with this mm. black oozy liquid in it. Yeah. Acrid. Yeah. If somebody wants to We're going to add that to the critionary later. Yeah, it'll go in the critionary. <laughs> critionary. But Joe, you see that Carl is carrying a a sizable pouch. It's like a canvas bag and you see some glimmers, some shining glimmers coming from inside of this canvas bag. What's in the bag, Carl? What uh just just rocks. 
just rocks. I would like to take the bag. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you all are still uh, on top of the the walls here of this tower. Do you want to head down towards them? We're on top of the wall. We're looking down on them. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull out my longbow, my brand new longbow, and just be like, what's in the bag, Carl? Oh, hey, no, you don't have to. We don't have to. And then you see Carl look around and clock the the dead Captain Kugo, who's not too far from him. Mm. Oh. Covered uh, in arrows, covered in them. <laughs> um, we don't have to. We don't have to fight. Yeah. We can just talk. It's it's okay. Yeah, I agree. I love chatting. <laughs> so w- we can talk about what's in the bag, Carl. It, um, he looks down and he looks at Daphne and Daphne looks at him and kind of shakes her head. And uh, and then you see them kind of like start to sidestep and move towards the entrance of the tower, uh, which would also give them some cover from, from Oh, you. man. Are we going to do this? Is that what we're doing this? This is, we're doing this. Okay. Are we doing this? How far up are we? Uh, the walls are about 20 feet tall. I cast suggestion on Carl. Oh, shit. Okay. Ooh, nice. Carl, uh-huh. just bring me the bag. <laughs> Okie dokie. Oh, that is, that's going to be a natural three. Yeah, that's going to fail, Carl. Bring me the bag. Carl looks at Daphne. I'm going to just bring, <laughs> bring <him> the bag <laughs> and starts to wander in. And uh, so Daphne is going, what? Carl, stop. And faster, Carl, to, faster. Goes to grab <laughs> Carl, and you see the two of them kind of start to wrestle a little bit. And at this exact moment, you see nothing from behind them. Nope. A bush rising up from the bank of the stream. Its branches are streaked with black inky veins. Eat them, eat them. And it seems to lash out with its twisted branches at Daphne and Carl at the same time. Oh, what? Do we have to save these people? No. (laughs) I have a sworn an oath to serve. I might actually have to help them. And... Carl, faster! There's a tree monster behind you. Bring me the bag. Don't let it get the bag, Carl. What? Sprint, sprint, Carl. Let's see. God. All right, so Carl is going to succeed. Daphne fails. And so Daphne is caught by these, these kind of like extended branches. They, they look like woody vines that are grabbing onto her. Carl is able to start fighting his way through, but it's a lot harder for him to move quickly. How long does suggestion last? Eight hours. Oh, God. Eight hours? <laughs> eight? Eight hours. Okay, great. Concentration up to... Eight hours. What are you all doing? Oh, okay. So, uh, does it look like there's like a mass? There's a mass of uh, of tree, or is it just vines coming out everywhere? There- it seems to be originating from this one spot, uh, but it's a big area. It's similar to the the plants that you encountered on your way up here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will we encounter this thing just by leaving the tower? Like, is it? Kind it's of in your way. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. like you're gonna pass through that range yeah. on your I, way out. I sigh heavily, and I take two steps forward, and I go, "I think we might have to help." And then I jump off the edge of this little tower and come with my staff down onto the branch holding Daphne and try to separate it from her. Ha! All right. Let's uh, let's everybody roll initiative. Roll initiative. 
Dun, 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 oh, dun. Garbage. Oh, God. I got real bad. I did real bad. I did real bad, too. Oh, no. I oh, forgot God. I had a minus one. <laughs> I rolled an eight. God. I have a one. <laughs> well, good luck for you. These people also did not do great. I have a six. Looks like Yama's going first, y'all. Go oh, Yama. Yama's here. Wow. Yama stuck with us. Remember? There was that whole speech. It was great. It's I'm curious moment. how this is going to play out because the last time we were running out the door to like go to town for the orphanage, it feels like I didn't know that we were going to let this side I mean, rail us this and want to save we them. We can't not let it side rail us because we do have to get through. Yeah, we got to right, go that right. way. We gotta, anyway. Yeah, the only way out is through. Okay. And it looks like they might have some money in that bag. So do we need the money? I don't right? really think we need the do money. Do we need the money? Do we need the money? Ooh, you privileged little girl. You. Oh my the goodness. The light will nourish you. Do we need money? Spoken like a person that got a lot of money. The light has been kind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first thing that happens, you're jumping down. Is that what you said? Yeah. How oh, tall is shit. this? This is 20 feet. 20 feet, but I'm pretty tall. Make an athletics check. I'm pretty. Make a common sense check first and then <laughs> decide if you want to jump off this building. Oh, I got a 19 on the die, which is a 22. Ooh, okay. Uh, looks oh, so 24. graceful. No, 23. Oh my God. I can't do math. 19 plus four is 23. That's what I got. <laughs> Great. And what do you do when you jump down? I walk forward calmly uh-huh. with my staff and I sigh. And then I take one step. I don't leap. I just take a step off. I bring my staff up and swirl it through the air and bring it down on the branch as I come and land between the bush and Daphne. Make an attack roll. Okay, great. I love that for me. Yay. I also am surprised that I get to go because I have an initiative of one. But I suppose this is the <laughs> surprise round. <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, maybe we can talk about this at, a, at another crunch, a crunch of the dice. Crunch, crunch, crunch of the dice. Crunch of the dice. Well, I, I don't know if this is crunch of the dice or like advantageous. Can we call this this segment advantageous? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Advantage us. Advantage us. Advantage <laughs> us. I think it's often fun to let the, the initiative order start after whoever said that they were going to do the thing that's like literally initiating combat because it's mm, it's all, sure. like this is a perfect example you're last deanna but like you're the one who is jumping off the wall and that's what prompted me to say everybody roll initiative so it's not sure. technically surprise mm-hmm. but it would be weird if we were like oh everybody's gonna run away and now you're jumping off the wall it, yeah yeah that's true um all right what'd you get 23 to hit 23 to hit a bush yeah. let me see I'm hoping yeah, that'll hit. Oh, great. Incredible. Should I define smite it? Mm. If this thing is similar to the one that you fought before, yeah. it took enough hit points that you think a non-smiting hit would not be enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I guess I'm going to smite it because it's also good for story since <laughs> I have not tried to smite since I have changed. Uh, <laughs> what? You've changed? What? What are you talking about? La, 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 la. <laughs> okay, so two. Oh, God. Well, 11 points of damage. Wow, that was really bad. Great. But what does it look like? What does it feel like? How does it manifest in a way that is really sad and triggering for um, poor Jesu? Well, great question. Yeah. Listeners, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious. Yes, yes, we're all waiting. So I'm still using my old staff. And as I take that leap off, I sort of sigh and I go back into my original way that I, I usually do come into my, the world, which is I just sort of say, 
may the light be with me. But then when I bring it down, as opposed to there being a crack of light or the spark that I saw before or the feeling even of of reaching up, I feel the grounding and I feel heavy and the spark that comes out is not of light but is of lightning like a, a truly a spark. Mm. And it does not feel correct. Mm. But it does feel right. LOL. Mm. Yeah, it's like your mind's telling you no, but your but body, your body absolutely God not. Your body is telling you yes. Oh, <laughs> petition to make Kylie sing all the time. All the time. <laughs> petition. Second. All right. So, with that smite, you see this bush crackle under the the energy of your strike <gasps> and this electric lightning spark sizzles and then it is Yama's action. Yama steps out to the edge of the wall and looks out and he says, well, um, every part of my, my instinct is telling me to run and hide, but I feel like I just had a major growth moment and to do that would, would be kind of a reversion. And I'm, I'm going to fight really hard to just stay here and be present and help out if I can. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you, Yama. You get that bush. You get the bush. You okay. get it. All right, I'll go for the bush. You get that bush, Yama. And you see Yama go to like jump off the wall the way that Jasu just did. It's, oh, no, maybe I'll go down the stairs, though. <laughs> and, and then dashes <laughs> down the stairs towards the bush. And on the way, picks up a big boulder and comes towards this bush and just goes to crunch down on some of the tendrils that are reaching out towards Carl. Okay. Okay, biceps. All right. And that is a 14 to hit, which will crunch down for five points of damage, which brings us to Joe. When Jasu struck the bush and the lightning, mm -hmm. the lightning you described crackling through it, yeah. did that look like an like a, something that energized it or something that damaged it or neither of those things? You go ahead and give me a perception check. Ooh. Uh, That's a 12. Yeah, you see that it seems to be withering the, the wood. The lightning energy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You also remember that fire was super effective against these plants. Yes. The last time you fought totally. them. Totally. I think I was wondering because of chromatic orb. And sure. It's like, oh, do I do a lightning or do I do a fire it's, situation? So it's not burning it the way that your your fire spells did the mm -hmm. last time. Like the last time it was like the fire just like took mm -hmm. off and like these, like whatever the corruption was, was flammable. That's not what's going on. It's mm. something else. Okay. I look down, decide no way am I going to land that Olympic jump, and I cast Chromatic Orb. The orbs oh. of the chrome. Chromatic Orb. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I got a nine. A nine will not hit. Can I use my Tides of Chaos? Roll yeah. Again? Okay. yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Come on. Eleven. Oh. Not Almost, good. Almost, but oh, um, are you kidding it me? Is so close. Okay, well, wild magic surge table, then it resets for me. So the next time you cast a, a, a spell, first level spell, then it resets. Then, oh. then I can I can reset it for you. Okay. Um. Damn it! And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look over at Titan. 
hoping that they can do something better than I just did. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody saw Joe. Nobody <laughs> saw that. I did. I did see it. I'm doing my best. Uh, okay, that's it, Joe. Yeah, that's Great. it. And so I still. This might. I feel stupid asking this question, but I have to ask it. I use one of my spell slots yes. on that failed mm-hmm. spell. Okay. And that's not a stupid yeah, question. Yeah, it missed. That's a legitimate Yeah, that question. is not a stupid question at all. No stupid questions. The new segment on When Crit Happens. <laughs> and it's just me. It's like only me no. asking questions. No. What? What the hell? I'm reading the, I'm reading suggestion. You suggest a course of activity. Yes. Magically influence a creature. Yes, I know. Great. It's be- great. <laughs> okay. The suggestion worded re- reasonable. Great. Must make Super a wisdom reasonable. save. Great. But there's no resave. No, it's not like they if just you... have to do it. Wow, oh, that's pretty good. If you or any of your companions damage the target, the spell ends. Okay, so if any of you damage Carl, <laughs> the spell yeah, ends. Sure. But lucky for you, the person trying to damage Carl right now is a bush, not that's you. Right. <laughs> yeah, Carl's so just, could... gotta, just trying to bring me this bag. And you that's can it. give it what you want from him. It's like, so be reasonable. Like, could you be like, attack the bush and then come and give me your coin or I've already made the suggestion so I can't change okay, what I'm so telling just the you one. to do. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, uh action is to Daphne. Daphne is going to become a lesbian, Daphne. You have the lesbian name. Nobody yeah, said right? that Daphne wasn't a lesbian. I mean, she's trying to get away from the bush. <laughs> <laughs> it's grabby, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Daphne is going to look up at Joe and you see her kind of like peer her eyes forward and Joe you look down and you realize that your magical flashlight your mm-hmm. your crystal you, you were just in the dark you're mm-hmm. just in the caverns and it was on and you realize that you you forgot to turn it off and she is looking directly at it and she points at it and she says where the fuck did you get that so this bitch is being attacked by a bush and she's asking me about my flashlight right now. She's currently That's restrained what's happening. by a bush and she's kind of like trying to get out of it but also really just like wanting to have a serious conversation with you. Daphne, yeah. I'm going to need you to deal with yourself in this situation and stop asking me questions about my personal belongings right now. Save yourself. <laughs> and uh, and then she's going to look over at Carl, look at this bush and look at uh, you know, Yama slamming this bush and everybody firing at this bush. She is going to take her crossbow and fire it at Titan. Yep, that sounds right. I knew it. This piece it. of shit. Here I am trying to save her ass. All right. She has disadvantage because she's restrained. Yeah, that's right, bitch. It's going to be 15 to hit you. That'll hit me. <gasps> no. Okay. Uh, it's only three points of damage. But I do need to make a concentration check. Yes. I see what you're doing, Torsten. You do. <laughs> um, so I think I just need to hit a 10, right? Mm-hmm. Con save. Yep. Which I add one to. Nine or higher, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Lot, nine or higher, humans. That's exactly a nine. Good God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, she's gonna do that again. Oh no! Uh, That's, really rude. That's really, really rude. 
All right, this one is a 13 to hit. That's gonna miss. All right, so the second one misses, and you keep the concentration up. Uh, now it's your action, Titan. Oh. <laughs> evil, the evil cackle. That's, that's oh. yes, correct. Maybe if you burn up Daphne, know, then I she know. in turn burns up the bush. I, and it's I, you know, Titan is, Titan is not a strategic <laughs> individual. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. How I'm driven by pettiness and rage. So what's happening right now is, bitch, you are thigh deep in bush and you going to fire a crossbow at me? Thigh deep in bush. At me? Thigh deep. A new band name. I call it. And that 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 is me, of course, casting dissonant whispers on Daphne, uh, and uh, and continuing to tell uh, uh, Carl, Carl, bring me that bag, Carl, bring me the bag. <laughs> yeah, Daph can take those dissonant whispers straight to the dome. Oh, this is a save. Yes. Uh, it's gonna be pretty good. That's an eighteen on the dice. Ooh. Cool. They're still gonna take half a three d six. Oh shit. Oh. Nah, it's not gonna be good. They will take four damage. Sticks and stones may break my bones, and your words are really hurtful. <laughs> How come everything that you say just cuts me to the bone? I was going to say that was very clever off the dome, but now I don't believe that you didn't plan that, Torsten. <laughs> no, it's, it's because I see you, Daphne. I truly, truly see you. Look. Know that. I did not expect to see you again up here, and I can't say that I'm happy about it, but I also don't think that you're going to get the better of me this time. Oh, an interesting theory. I look to Joe and I say, Joe, forget about the bush. Burn this bitch up. And I give <laughs> Joe uh, bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, anything else on your turn? You want to stay where you are? Uh, how? Yes. Uh, maybe I can even find. Can I get partial cover yeah, from you that can crossbow? Yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now I'm just tracking this bag. All right, great. Next up is the vine, which is going to lash out at Carl, who is running through this living, corrupted bush at the moment. Oh, that's a three on the dice. Ooh. Well, it's gonna miss, and Carl is still not restrained, which means that, like a rugby player. Carl is going to charge out of the range and starts going up the stairs towards you, Titan. Daphne, I I don't know why I I think we should do this, but I'm pretty sure that uh, this person in a, a green dress, you're wearing a green dress, am I am I right? That's right. That's, yeah, uh, I just really needs to to see these. And Carl gets up to you and shows you what's in the bag, and you see it is full of crystals that look very similar to the one that is both in Joe's cabbage flashlight and also like the one that Joe found. They look like the crystals that are inside that big rock that's at the base of this pool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Carl gets up to you. Uh, here you go. I, I don't think I ever really... Did I catch your name? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I put... I, I'm Carl. I'm Titan. Tighten your belt. And I and I'm, I I extend my hand for, for Carl to give it a kiss. Carl reaches out and kisses your hand. Uh, I have to say, Daphne's going to be really pissed at me that I just showed you this. Can I? Um, now, as, and it is not my turn. 
It's really not. It's, <laughs> I, what I would like to throw out is to, because I'm not going to try and take the bag, but can I sleight of hand as many of these out of the mm. bag as I can? But I guess I'll wait for my turn. Yeah, your turn that. will come before Carl. All right, great, great, great. Before Carl's turn. Never mind. Jasu, it is your turn. I'm standing in front of a bush. You are. You are down in the in the midst of this this fracas, this melee. Your weapon, your staff, yep. is radiating a new kind of energy. Instead of the, the light warmth that used to radiate softly from it and steadily, it has a more frenetic energy. It's like it's sparking. And it feels... It feels like you are you are connecting with the things around you through this energy. This energy doesn't feel bad. It feels like it is linking you to the space around you, like these little pops and crackles are connecting you to the air, to the ground, through your feet you feel it. It makes it feel like your hair is almost, almost standing on end or something. Mm. And the bush withers. From where you struck it and where the electricity entered it, it desiccates and begins to wither outward. And all of the vines, the vines that are grasping Daphne, fall to the ground in a light black powder. The vines that are around Yama, and it begins to expand. And you see other parts of, of this meadow begin to desiccate. You see other corrupted plants start to wither and fall. You see the blackness that seemed almost malevolent starts to blow away in the wind. Whoa. The ones you said around Daphne also have Yeah, Daphne is no longer dust. restrained, yeah. I think I turn... I try. I sort of shake my head to try and like get myself back in the mind space again, and then just bring my staff down onto Daphne. On a Daphne? Yeah. Shit. Okay. I don't want to like kill cool. her, but I want to get her to stop shooting at my friends. Okay. Would a fifteen hit? Ow, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, that hits. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna smite her. She doesn't need to be smit. <laughs> Eight damage. Eight damage, okay. And as I do that, I just go, do you yield? <gasps> to you? Are you kidding? And that will bring us back to Yama, unless you want to do anything <laughs> else. So dead. And <laughs> Titan says, you're dead. You're so dead. <laughs> Yama is looks down and says, oh, we, we did it. And then <laughs> looks up at, at, at you. Jatsu, <laughs> wait a second. Oh, I, I think you did it. I did nothing. Do you yield? And you see Yama looks around at the at the at the surroundings, the meadow, and and the and and seeing these these bushes that felt like they were casting a dark shadow across this this place. And Yama looks back at you, and your your weapon still kind of crackling with energy, and says. Well, perhaps the corrupted forest has found its spirit again. I know not what you speak. <laughs> Do you yield? 
Are you talking to me? No, I, I am not. Yama, stop. Oh, Do you okay, yield? Okay, no, I, I'm not sure that that one is yielding. It seems like she's got a, got a wicked look in her eye. Yama, I value your time and attention and your keen eye. I would like for you to look elsewhere. Hmm? Look where? Anywhere else <laughs> I'm so, uh, Yama turns around uh, did you need privacy I'm freaking out <laughs> Joe it is your your action I would like to lean over the edge mm -hmm. look down at Daphne you're kind of being a little bitch right now <laughs> but I think we might be able to be friends and I want to cast charm person wow, okay. wow, wow, interesting wow. awesome interesting because I'm hoping with charm person I like if she considers me a friend I can then like have her stop attacking let's read the spell we're doing that today. We're reading yeah, spells. I never do that. It says, you attempt to charm a humanoid. You can see within range. Okay, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Blah, blah, blah. The and charmed it, creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. It lasts an hour. And it gets advantage if you're fighting it. Yeah. It gets advantage. On the throw. Because I just hit it across the face. Like I just hit Daphne across the face. So... I don't think she's going to be easily charmed into thinking that we're friends. It's not saying don't do it. Yeah, say, tell me one more time. So because mm -hmm. she was just attacked, that's why she gets advantage? Yes. So, yeah, we're, 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 fight. Fight. we're fighting her. See, I mean, your DC is probably yeah. still pretty high. She could still I fail. think I want to do it. Any, It feels the right, like, the right move. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wisdom 14. That's the save. All right, here we go. Advantage. And I also would like you, Kylie Marie Brinkman, to roll a D100. Yes. All right. Magic surge, magic surge. The double zeros puts me in the, it's zero. Yeah, it's zero. It's zero. So I got a four. So they would just oh, be yes. a four then. Oh, yeah. Just a four. It would just be a yep. four. Oh, interesting. For the next minute, yeah. you can see any invisible creature you have if you have line of sight of it to it. Yeah. Turns out I've been I've had an invisible little familiar this entire time. I can't wait to see how Torsten <laughs> uses this this stroke of luck. So the spell succeeds. She fails even with advantage and she becomes charmed by you. I'm so charming. Yeah, let's get to the bottom of what these this bag of crystals are. All right, so Daphne cannot attack you or use harmful magical effects and you have advantage on social interactions. Daphne is still not like overjoyed by you. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, but she's charmed? Uh, yeah, but Daphne is now charmed and Daphne yes. looks at you, Jasu, and is like, could you not? Uh, With the hitting in the face. Uh, oh, just, okay. thank you. And then looks back at you, Joe, and points again at your necklace and says, this whole crystal situation. I guess I didn't I didn't notice that last time we met. Why do you know anything about these crystals at all? Why do I know anything about crystals? Because I guess I'm not stupid. If you see a shiny rock, it's probably got some value, right? Can you remind me because we haven't really talked a ton about like my dad's invention. Mm. And so is the the crystals that he uses for this, like, are they mm -hmm. like, yeah, do other people have them for other things? Like, are they kind of a household staple? No, you've never seen one before. And come to think of it, you don't know where your dad got it. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. He's a drug dealer. 
Okay, sorry. What was the last thing? What did Daphne just say to me too? Oh, you can't even pay attention to me when I'm talking to you? Is that no, the deal? No, I can't, Daphne, because you're a lot. <laughs> I believe she asked where you got your oh, device from. Oh, that's none of your business. You're none of your business. <laughs> wow, great, great comeback. And Joe, are you going to do anything? Yeah, anything else you want to do on your turn here? Nothing else I want to do. Yeah, no. Great. It then becomes... Daphne's turn who is going to kind of like sidestep around there's no longer anything restraining her she's going to try to get away from you Jasu so if you attack her that will end the charm do I know that she's charmed like can I tell I think you can tell yeah. Okay, yeah some component of what Joe was just saying had a magical effect and you know that yeah yeah got you Daphne's gonna step over to where she can see Carl. Carl, what the fuck are you doing? I told you not to. And starts walking towards Carl. And then it's gonna say, Carl, I need you to get the crystal off of that one and put it in the bag. And let's get the fuck out of here. And Carl looks around, uh, okay. And looks over at you, Joe, and clearly sees your crystal uh, hanging from its, its carabiner. And that brings us to Titan. So, uh, task has been completed. This bag is still kind of open. I would like mm -hmm. to, it's okay, Carl, it's okay. Thank you for showing me the bag. And I would like to sleight of hand as many of these crystals as I can without him noticing. Great, make a sleight of hand. Love that. <sighs> Love this for us. You're trying to beat a 19. Okay. You got it. You can do it. I have every faith in you. It's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, you reach your hand in. Wow. Would you like to have your wow. hand inside the bag or outside the bag when Carl collapses his hands? I roll the natural one. Okay, so, so Carl closes his hands on the opening of the bag. Uh, is your wrist there? Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. he grabs your wrist. What the fuck are you doing? I was just showing oh, these I to just, you. you know, I'm some... not giving them to you. Way too valuable for that. I, I'm a very tactile person, so it's like I wanted to, you know, I'm gonna remember it with well, with the way that you, it feels. You can't. You could buy them from us, but you can't just unless you're like interested in buying them. Then you then you could touch them. I'm interested in buying them. Can I touch Are, them? Oh, actually, yeah. How much do you want to pay for them? <laughs> Did you get rid of your distort value spell because that might have come in really handy right now? It sure would have. <laughs> yeah, it sure would have. You know what I could do is this. I could say, actually, you just wanna you you wanna give me how many do how many do we want? All of them. Yeah, I have a fanny pack that could fit all those. Also, what the fuck do they want them for? Are they just trying to sell them? If they are, then why are they trying to take the one that's already owned by someone else? Yeah, mm. I don't trust this at all. Why I don't want to take all of them because I feel like if they can just leave and not know that we have some of them. Mm. Cool, I'm just gonna try to, I'm gonna say like, no, we actually already bought some. Remember, you're just, you were supposed to give me 20 of these. Suggestion. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, this this time he rose, rolls well. That's a uh, 18. I'm going to unsettling words. Oh, <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be dicey. He rolled an eighteen. It's you. You subtract. Okay. So I sub. I roll a d six. Gotcha. So I need to roll a five or a six. Great. You can do that though. Jeez, oh, Louise. Stress. Stress. Six. Motherfucker. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Loving yes. it. All right. So yes. 
Just give us all your crystals. Right, 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 right. <laughs> 20. 20. Okay. Uh, just, just count them out. Um, Daphne's pretty particular. So, like, you got to take. Uh, yeah, here you go. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> so now Titan's just standing there. Like. No, no. I, I, I immediately I put them away. I actually immediately just incorporate them into my outfit as if they've been there the entire time. You can't really tell. No one even notices. Um, Daphne exactly. doesn't even notice. And then I'm just gonna. Are we? Um, we're like upstairs or whatever. Yeah, you're kind of up upstairs. I'm gonna fucking leave. I'm gonna push past Daphne on the stairs and just be like, "Bye, bitch," and keep keep it moving. Okay, great. I love us. I've used all of my we're second great. level spells. While while Titan is upstairs, getting all of the crystals for us that they possibly can, and Joe is. Like charming everyone, but also truly having the wildest magic, truly wildest magic stuff happen. I'm downstairs trying to deny that I'm the new spirit of a forest. So mm. I really love us. We're doing good. Okay. So yeah, looking looking back again at this charm person. So Daphne is going to make an attack of opportunity at you. And um, who's you? Titan blasting by. Daphne regards you, Joe, as, as a friendly acquaintance. Daphne is definitely like we're in a fight. I don't know why we're in a fight, but you and me were like friends, but fighting. Mm -hmm. But Titan blasting by. Daphne's going to trip you. Boo. Daphne's going to trip you on your way down. Wow. That's rude, Daphne. Rude. It's rude. It's not going to hit though. It's a seven. <laughs> that's right, Daphne. Wow. Yeah. I see, I like see Daphne stick her, her leg out. Mm -hmm. And I like do that like. I'm gonna date myself that like kid and play thing from House Party where it's like I, I lock it. I lock legs with her and like dance hop around in a circle <laughs> briefly and then keep it moving. <laughs> I don't understand these references. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're both too young and too white, my love. <laughs> fair. You know what? That's fair. All <laughs> uh, right. So, so you're starting to jet. Vines are down, which brings us to Carl. Carl is Carl. Uh, looks over at you, Joe. Yeah, what's this son of a bitch about to do? Is he going to harass me in this moment? Is that yeah, what's about to I'm happen? I'm about to harass you. So you've got... Uh, <laughs> Actually, like, <laughs> we like Titan left, and it's like Carl supposedly is going to try to snatch something yeah. from honestly, me. No, I'd like honestly, your I respect the honesty. I'm about to harass you. I'm about to do that. So I don't know where you think you got that, but... I think I know where I think you got that. And I don't think you should have it. Daphne, can you call off your crony? Can I have Daphne because she's charmed by me? Call off Carl. Daphne's like, You have Carl, enough no, crystals, Daphne. You have enough crystals. You don't need mine. You have a bag full of them. Carl. So tell your boy to go home. No, you do not have my consent to touch my person or my okay. things. Okay, no, fair enough. Let's just talk. <laughs> and I think here... I'm going to harass we're you. We're going to drop out of combat rounds here. Hey, everyone. It's time to shout out our wonderful patrons. Let's get to it. Huge thank you to Lermatov was right. Yes, you were, honey. Ryan Gore. Ooh, scary. And, girl, thanks for keeping it simple. And Jeffrey Robinson. Hmm, wonder who that could be. 
Thanks, Dad. If you'd like to support our show, the best way to do so is by joining the Patreon. Patreon gets access to tons of content that includes a Patreon pre-show before every Rock Hot Team campaign episode, including uh, this episode right here. This time we do a little dice crunching and get into the details of the help action. Help! But extra content isn't the only reason to support the Patreon. It's what helps make this podcast possible. So, if you value what you hear in your ears, support us by going to patreon.com slash when crit happens. <laughs> Alright, now back to the show. Daphne is still very much charmed. Carl's not, but Carl seems like he's... An idiot? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. He sees these outnumbered. Uh, okay, so, look. I think the deal is we're trying to take these crystals, except for the 20 that you bought. Daphne's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're trying to take these crystals to make make a little cash because, see, somebody messed up our income for the week. We were going to sell a bunch of water, but then we lost access to that. So uh, we'd really like these crystals to go sell. So could we have that one, please? These are such bad business people. <laughs> because like no, they didn't know can't. that the water was going to be bad. And so they decided to sell water this week. They had no, what was their other what? plan? No, no, we were opportunists. We didn't, we weren't planning on that until the, the opportunity arose. There was a shortage. We're actually really astute business people. We see when there's a oh, a, a market, uh, what do you call that? A glut or a dearth? Dearth, yeah. Uh, yeah, a dearth in the market. And then we, we just jump on it. Carl, you can't have my things. You can't oh, have it. This is mine. It's not yours. I'm not giving it to you. If you need a job, I can talk to my boy, my water boy Steve in town about hauling some barrels at his shop, but it's not my fault you don't have an honest living. Oh, you don't think I have an honest living? Not if you're trying to steal things from no, I'm me. Trying to, I'm trying to be an honest liver. I'm just, people don't want to let me in the no, resistance. No, you, what? So... What? I, I have to what? go out on my own. And <laughs> what? Yeah. Resistance? Y'all want to be in the resistance? Daphne looks over at you and then back at Joe and says, now look, I don't even know your name, but yes, we would like to do the good work, but there's all these gatekeepers. Insight. Okay, yeah, give me an insight check. <laughs> I want to do the same. 15. Dirty 20. Okay. Eight. <laughs> yeah, you look and it's like it all starts to add up. Well, I wouldn't say it all starts to add up, but certain parts of their personas, they look like they've co-opted this kind of punk anarchist aesthetic that you know has roots in real revolutionary thoughts, but you just kind of assumed it was, you know couple of teenagers taking on the look wait are these teenagers were we beating up on teenagers a couple of young young people i don't know how old you old you are they're about your age that they're, okay. they're about your age okay that okay. doesn't actually change anything but it'd be hilarious no they're not they were like, like the yeah. Yeah. just no, no, owning no, no, no. these children <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, joe i think you know, maybe as things are calming down i think you might even recognize daphne and carl from around longstrom back when you used to hang out with malaya not that you were ever friends with them, but I think you saw them around. They were probably in the same class as Malaya. And it seems like like Daphne is revealing a little bit of truth here. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Look, we got a job. 
somebody who's going to pay a lot of money for these crystals. Now, we've sold some in the past, here and there, piecemeal, and they've fetched a good price. But this is a bulk offer, and it's really good. Who are you selling them to? It's this guy, this guy from the Federated Enterprises. Mm. (laughs) And if we can Uh, get him all of the crystals, and he was pretty particular about all of the crystals, he seems like one of those guys that would know. He's going to give us enough money that we could we could start our own faction uh-huh. resisting the terrible bureaucracy and the stagnant politics. I mean, there's no social safety net. Daphne. Yeah? Daphne. What? What's your platform? What are you selling? What are you running on here? I mean, resisting. Because all I've seen you do is wear ashy ass armor wow. and steal from people. I'm That's sorry. what I've seen you do. Look, you tried to sell, you marked up water to people who was thirsty, and now you were just going to sell a bunch of crystals that you don't know what they are to somebody who you don't know what they is to do God knows what, and that's resistance to you? The resistance has always been founded on stealing from those that have and giving to those that don't have. Water? The whole consortium of honorable piracy. Water? Look, the people that were going to be able to pay have enough money, and then they would have shared it with the people that don't have money. So I don't know. It wasn't a perfect plan. It was Jeffrey's idea. Who's Jeffrey? I mean, he's he's kind of an asshole. Don't worry about it. Who's he's, Jeffrey? We aren't going to hang out with him anymore. Who is this guy from the Federated Enterprises that you are selling to? She looks over at Carl. And says, Should we tell him? Carl's like, oh, his name's... Ever... Burl, 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 Is that Country Bay? Yep, and she's like Burl Evlon. Country Bay. Yeah, he's he said he needed it for his research projects. Oh goodness gracious! Look, if you want to be part of a resistance, if you want to actually make change. I know y'all need money. I know people need to survive. But if you're just going to start doing odd jobs for scandalous and suspicious people. That's not resisting. That's just being in a gang. That's just some straight mafioso shit. Um, Do you ever think about that? Daphne and Carl? Carl looks looks around and he points at the bodies of the soldiers and the dog and says, who, who killed these people? Oh, that was mostly me, yeah. Oh, damn. Daphne says, Wait, so you're you're gonna tell us that we're the gangsters and you're up here icing folks? That doesn't seem to add up. Look, Daphne, I said what I needed to say. Live your life. Bye. I walk away. Yeah, I would like to my um cabbage keychain. I put uh-huh. it in my fanny pack, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at Carl as I'm like. Do I have to walk towards him to exit or can I? Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of on the stairwell here, blocking the way. And I like put my finger out to him and just tell him, don't touch my stuff. And my hands start kind of glowing like if I was to do shocking grass if he uh, touched me, but I'm like walking past him to leave. Okay, uh okay, cool. No, you just you just go then. Uh, I guess Daphne, I don't think we can get that that one crystal or the 20 that they bought. What are you talking about? They didn't buy any crystals. Um, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Great. So everybody is now past them. They're still on the tower kind of looking at you. 
Where are you all? I mean, I'm fine leaving these clowns up here because we just saw the army and it felt like there was some urgency of getting to town, warning the people and figuring that out. Yep. So I don't feel the need to keep kicking it with Daphne and Carl unless, I mean, it feels okay to just let them go. It feels like small fry in terms of big bads that are out there. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed. I linger on the stairs for both of you to go first and I am definitely watching them as we retreat in case they pull out anything and I want to be the last one out. Okay, cool. So as you're as you're you're all past them, Carl uh has moved over to one of these soldiers and he's like, wait a second. Daphne, these are Coro Coro uniforms. What are the Coro soldiers doing up here? They attacked us. They were poisoned in the water. Oh, you mean that's why the whole black Wait, but they were poisoning the water? It was an unintended consequence of a bunch of other shady shit that they was doing, but yeah. Like what? I'm just curious because one of the things that we're interested in resisting is the dominance of imperial military uh, infrastructure and industry and cut mm-hmm. me off. Somebody, we don't have please. time yep. for this. There is an army. <laughs> Somebody cut me there off. There is an <laughs> army on its way to an orphanage as we speak, and we do not have time to do. Wait, I'm sorry. There's an army? Yes, an army of yellow-shirted coros is marching on Typhon Head as we speak. So... You mean that has-been warlord Baron Coro? is marching on the fucking orphanage? Correct. We must Ospreys go. and all. Okay, that's fucked. Yeah. Yes. You want to walk and talk, Daphne and Carl? Okay, yeah, let's walk and talk. Great. This charm didn't does see only it last that, an hour. Didn't see nope. it going that way. <laughs> I didn't at all. I did not see that at all. <laughs> yeah. So you start walking back down the hill in the direction of Longstrom. And Daphne and Carl are asking you all sorts of questions, trying to figure out what's going on. And one of their main through lines is, how can we resist this? I do not know. We just need to help. Well, what's your plan? What are you going to do? We're going to try and make sure that people at least know that this thing is coming because it doesn't seem like the people at the orphanage could possibly be prepared for an invading army. Well, I mean, what's if somebody went, like, we could just go to the orphanage, like Carl. Carl, we could just go to the orphanage and tell them, and then they could evacuate way faster than if we went through Longstrom. Yes, do that. That sounds like a productive use and then, of your time. And then you could go back to Stormhaven and tell people at Stormhaven so that the army could activate. I mean, it's not like Delargo's army's great. I'm not a supporter of it, but it seems like at a moment like this, maybe the militarization of the police force could actually be an asset yes 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 we can only get stop having wars once everybody everywhere decides to not have wars so like you should go back to longstrom and we'll go save all the children wow um excuse me a team team huddle Mm -hmm, huddle up mm -hmm, huddle mm -hmm, up that's what mm -hmm. the sports people say right huddle i think i do not know (laughs) are we really gonna trust the lives of poor innocent baby children with daphne and carl Jeffrey's friends. Oof. Do we trust them more to get the army? I feel like they probably don't have the best relationships no. in town based on their behavior. Ashy armor. I do feel like that might be the choice. Have them go to the orphanage. Do I know 
Torsten, do I know of religious, not leaders, but individuals mm. in, in the town? In Stormhaven? Yeah. In the big city? Like, will I have contacts there that I could use? Yeah. Okay. Also, your father and other people that you know, Joe, definitely have contacts. And you now know Titan that House Mother Prim is certainly associated with the resistance. So if somebody goes in talking about the resistance, might get Prim's ear anyway. Also, Carl holds up this piece of fabric. And he says, I ripped off this insignia of the Coro family off of one of their those guards' uniforms. I don't know if this could be helpful when we're trying to tell people that there's an army coming. I think so. I think it might be. I think we have to trust them, y'all. Good good work. Good work, Carl. Thanks. It's initiative. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I really wow, appreciate Wow, I didn't even see you do that. Do you normally rip clothing off of dead bodies? Well, I have done it. I'm just joking, Carl. I, that was, I was just messing with you. You do That's not need it. to answer that question, You don't need Carl. to answer that question. I don't know that I've ever seen a dead body before today. That was uh, And you just traumatic. ripped his clothes off. Wow. Just, just thought that maybe it would be useful in the near future. And you were right, Carl. You were right. Okay, go save the kids. Yeah. Okay, we can definitely do that. Quick, Carl. Quick. We're going. <laughs> We're going. Uh, y- Yama pulls Run. Yama pulls the three of you aside. Okay, um, you call this a, a huddle, right? I think um, that's what they say, I don't right? Anyone? Why. I'm confused about why the term huddle would only ever be used within sports. I don't know if it's only. I think they popularized it. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I see. Is it like it's like cuddle? Yeah. Yeah, but, but like with a talking. bunch of people and like uh, for business. Oh, it's a cuddle puddle? A cuddle puddle. Yeah. Yeah, but like less for comfort, more for the relaying of information pertinent to the team. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I think this is maybe a pertinent decision-making moment. So, yeah, this is a huddle. Okay, so from where we were on the viewpoint, uh, from what we could see, that army, the bulk of them might not be moving extremely quickly but they certainly look like they had outriders and and some kind of vanguard that will be at the at typhon head relatively quickly hmm. i think if somebody if whether it's daphne and carl or you three goes directly from here across the mountains and drops down onto typhon head from above you might be able to beat them but it would be a close call well, let's go. We have to go now. Then Typhon Head is the sorry. Typhon Head's the orphanage. That's right. Or That's the, right. Yes. Let's. We got to save the baby kids. We yeah, got I to. I mean, if we have to choose between it, I would choose the orphanage. Yes. Okay. So you you go to the orphanage, and then I can help ferry these two numbskulls down to Longstrom the fastest way possible, and see that they're pursuing the the objective. Yama. Yes. I know some religious leaders who will help you. Okay. And I give Yama a necklace that I've been carrying with me uh-huh. that is Sulian and like is clearly for the prophet. Yes. And I give it to Yama and I say, use this. Okay. Gain insight and to convince the people to help you. And I tell, I give Yama my lunch bag that had the three the hard-boiled eggs in it Mm -hmm. and say take this and i give him my address give this to my dad he'll know because it's my lunch box and he knows this and tell him that we need to talk to what are we calling the government talk to the delargos the duke 
Yeah, to to the Duke and the family and like rally the army. And yes. I hand him this lunchbox. It's it impressive like that I still know the names, even though I've been completely secluded. It, it is impressive. Also, um, it's very these, impressive. these eggs would have been really delicious in that soup we ate last night or the breakfast that we had this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> was there a reason you were holding out on us? I thought they just, they, you know, my ice pack melted oh, like yesterday sure. or day or two ago. And I just yeah. didn't think the eggs were going to be good. But I mean, help yourself. Uh, if your stomach can God. take it. Oh, my stomach has taken a lot. <laughs> I think this will be just the jolt of energy I need. Okay, well, I want you three to know that it it means a lot to me. And he kind of like peers over his shoulder back at the tower, uh, which is now a, a fair ways away. And But he says, I hope that I get to go home soon. But I honestly feel like perhaps this is more important. So thank you for helping me find that path in my life. Anything else before we part ways? No, uh, no, Niyama, thank you so much. It has been truly wild meeting and getting to know you, but we got to move, so let's move. Yes, you do. Okay, so um, uh, you should head through that notch, and then you'll, you'll find yourself on the ridge, and the ridge should just take you most of the way. Notch to the ridge. May the light shine upon you. And Niyama nods at you and turns to Daphne and Carl and says, come on, young'uns, let's go. And Daphne and Carl uh, look at you and say, still don't think I like you, but good luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to like each other. We probably never will. And the three of them head down the hill. You are right at the edge of this hanging valley. And so you turn off. Instead of heading downhill, you go towards this notch, which puts you up into this alpine ridge and you see before you craggy mountain tops the storm crests itself in a in a long ridge leading down this peninsula towards Typhon Head and you begin to set off down this ridge traversing the rocks cue Lord of the Rings esque montage mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. sweeping <laughs> cinematic views. <laughs> We're going to get a season to Copyright assist. violation. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. see, because I was doing it. I, I did I did a chromatic, and they do like a major, so it's not the same. <laughs> a chromatic dragon. What? <laughs> and you spend the afternoon walking quickly, and at various points you find yourself on the these pinnacles, these rocky outcroppings. Promontories overlooking huge cliffs that sweep down into rocky valleys and cirques. And you can see at various times the army off to the west, which is making its advances. You don't see anything flying over the army itself. But as you look across the bay, it seems conspicuous how frequently the giant osprey are being let out to stretch their wings and then as the afternoon progresses the fog begins to burn off at the head of the bay and you start to see views of the open ocean and the Corsair Isles and you see rounding the corner of the islands headed towards Typhon Head 
a fleet of pirate ships. Oh, God. Jesus. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. What is in Typing Head? What, what is there? Like, what it, it's clearly not an orphanage, y'all. Yeah. We're we're about to try There's, to... We, we got we got baited into saving some orphans, yeah. and it's just going to be dragons. It's just going to be a bunch of dragons. <laughs> a house yeah. of dragons. <laughs> or there's one there's one orphan and they're literally a nuclear bomb uh, and they must be protected at all costs. Okay, <sighs> now let's shift gears into some dirty crap. Dirty crap. Sit back. Dirty crap. Crack a beer. Let's talk about some dirty crap. Crack a beer. Crack a beer. <laughs> I don't have a beer. Aww, That's I want a very beer. unfortunate because I was going to start a new part of this segment, which is yes. the what are you drinking segment well yeah Ooh, well, well you can you start drinking? it off what are you drinking i have a neon rainbow sponsored by it's a new england oh. style ipa from omegong sponsored okay yeah. oh, okay nice let's give it a sip i we? really like the start of this segment because maybe we can get sponsored maybe breweries will come to us and yeah. say drink our beer for your after show i hate beer i think we should just do it and oh, regardless all right I, so oh, give, sure. us, give us a give us the notes flavor profile yeah. It's crisp. It's got a light bitterness, but there's a sweetness to it as well, like citrus for mm, sure. Mm. It's smooth, but not creamy. Okay. All right. What's the uh, ABV? What does that mean? 6.7. A- alcohol by volume. Oh, I see. Wait, you said 6.7? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's not bad. That's uh, delicious. All right. Well, Neon rainbows. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Yes, Kylie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the same thing I'm always drinking <laughs> during D&D, which is New Glarus Spotted Cow. I was pleasantly surprised. I have this case that I've been hoarding, and <laughs> I thought I was down to my last row of cans in the case, but it turns out there's a whole other row that's below there. And so it's like, yes, I literally had the thought today, like I have enough spotted cow to get me through December for our D&D podcast so that wow. when I go home <laughs> and we're driving, I can bring back more spotted cow. Love that. That's great. So Nuclearis, if you feel like sponsoring <laughs> us. <laughs> Being a couple yep. of Wisconsinites, we certainly wouldn't turn away a, a Nuclearis sponsorship. Nope. Yes, amazing. <laughs> what are you drinking, Joshua? I'm drinking in the the sweet taste of possibilities, oh. you know? <laughs> I'm just dipping my cup in the universe and what wow. is in store for all of us. And I'm taking a nice hearty draft mm. of that. Mm. Hot. Well said. Yeah. And you, D? I'm drinking water. Oh, nice. All right, water. <laughs> uh, holding it down. So yeah, did crit happen? Oh boy, yeah, I think some crit happened. I think some crit yeah. happened today. Not in the way I thought it was gonna happen. Nope. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. What'd you think was gonna happen? Thought we were uh, gonna murder some people. <laughs> yeah, like I think listening back to last episode mm-hmm. and your description of us, like use the verb screaming, like screaming out of the tower and encountering mm. Daphne and Carl and Titan. I can't remember what Titan says, but it's something that's like we're gonna fuck these people up. <laughs> which like could have happened you know like so the circumstance changed and we didn't have to do that but yeah i was for sure thinking that we were gonna just blast through them literally to like come out on the other side to keep going on our mission of going to the orphanage mm-hmm. agreed but Who we used our words more i didn't expect daphne and carl to be revolutionaries mm. 
No, because I guess I'm like going back and thinking about like, all right, cool. What did we see them doing? They tried to steal. They tried. They tried to carjack us and steal our water that we were mm-hmm. bringing to people who didn't have water, and then they tried to price gouge people in town for water. Right. That's mm-hmm. what. We, that's those are the things we've seen them do. Yeah. And it's like it'd be one thing if you were like holding up folks to like you know steal pot, uh, steal gold purses and stuff like that, but it just seems different to be like stealing people's water. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. And it was just like for me, I was just like, these aren't good people. Nope. It's the direct sure. taking of resources for me. No, mm. not interested. And like you know th- them explaining themselves, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I I, I understand where you're coming from. But it was like, it was definitely really hard for me to be like, it's like, you know, you're going to take water out of people's mouths who don't have water. But it's like, even if they're rich, even if they're rich, it's like, it's the bourgeoisie. (laughs) It's funny because I do think that there are a number of people who agree with that perspective of Mm. should the environment like degradation, Mm -hmm. like people who have had their homes burned in a fire and whether or not those people who are really rich whether or not they should be required to pay for a new house or whether or not that is a service that should be provided to them through Mm. governmental subsidies and i think that everyone deserves a house i don't Mm. know Mm -hmm. i mean it's if you're really i would assume that those people who have fancy houses also have insurance for those houses right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, Yeah. i don't disagree that everybody deserves a house but Everybody doesn't already have a house. so That's if, right. That's right. And again, that's this right. is not meant to be shitting on anybody who goes through something as horrific as losing their house. That's horrible. But there's people who don't even have the the accumulated wealth to have anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where are we spending our energy as a society? Are we trying to get people their houses back or get people their first house? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'd be way cheaper to get somebody their first house than to rebuild somebody's mansion, that's for sure. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It was starter homes. Like mm. your starter home in the in the twentieth century. And it was like a, you know, a house. Just a freestanding, like, you know, suburban home. Yeah. It was like your starter home in the two thousands and it was a tiny house. Mm-hmm. And then it was like your starter home in the twenty tens and it was uh a van. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then it was like, your starter house in the 2020s. And it was a bicycle with a bottle of water and a sleeping bag. Babe, yeah. <laughs> hey, you've done all of those things. <sighs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. It was kind of beautiful. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It really feels unattainable, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. yes, it does. <sighs> yeah. Well, and, you know, it's also important to also talk about what our expectations are are for housing because the kind of house that our society thinks of as a house drywall brick walls wood walls Mm -hmm. that's one unique form of living that is not universal around the globe and many people have thrived for generations upon generations in different houses it's still houses housing is important don't get me wrong housing very important but what that house looks like and what materials it's made out of has looked very, very different and continues to look different around the world. And I think that perhaps our ecological needs and our economic needs requires a 
revisioning of what housing might look like. Torsten, we know you want to go live in a log cabin in the woods, okay? <laughs> you can just say it. He does. He does. He doesn't, though, because he doesn't want to build it. I always thought Tor would want to build a log cabin. Like, that would be our house. It would be a house Tor built. And then I remember bringing this up to him, like, a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. And I, like, that fantasy was crushed. Tor is not interested in building a house. Well, and if you want to know why, it's because it's it's more permanent than I think I'd be interested in. I, mm. think, I'd, I think I'd be more interested in a tent, like, mm. so, something that is less permanent. Yurt. Interesting. Um, going back to Daphne and Carl, I'm curious. Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, it felt like we, it felt like we extended trust to them. Yeah. At the end of this episode, and we will see how that comes back to us, if that was misguided or, or not. I it, trust Yama to help more than Carl and Daphne, so I feel better that we sent Yama with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. And it's also like there were two things that needed to get done and we couldn't do both of them. You yes. know what I mean? And so we are doing, we're putting out the fire. It is something that I think is always fun. I mean, there's so many levels of trust that have to happen in a D&D &D campaign like this. One is the players have to trust the DM to help facilitate a way for us to do many things at once and then also the players have to end up trusting the npcs to do some of the legwork because otherwise an epic wouldn't be able to happen and all of those little different things together mm -hmm. so fascinating and interesting mm -hmm. yeah yeah having people to like go and you know knock on houses and alert people it's like hey yeah, yeah that's mm -hmm. a thing that needs to get done Super boring to do. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, like in real life and in D&D. &D. <laughs> I sometimes the insight roles I feel like uh, for me often come to is the DM trying to lie and trick me right now? I'm not trying to get an insight into this right. character. I'm trying to know whether or not the DM is trying to fuck with me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right cuz I yeah. we I mean we insighted I insighted Daphne cuz I was just like uh, this was out of nowhere. Are yeah. they actually revolutionaries or is this like, I don't know, is this a ploy? What do they think revolutionary mm -hmm. means? Mm -hmm. And so that was a trip. And I think it's also, speaking of trips, like it's a really good thing that Daphne did not trip me, like that that was unsuccessful <laughs> yeah, because it's sure. like, I think yeah. it would have been really hard for Titan to yeah. not like stop fighting Daphne at that yep. point, you mm -hmm. know? Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I think yep. my hope is that some of those questions remain a little bit unanswered, mm -hmm. like what their brand of wanting to be revolutionaries is. They still, they seem to still be very focused on resources and money in yeah. a way that makes that makes me suspicious of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, we're working off the grid. We're definitely we're like we're trying to bring down the government, but it's like also like. That feels, it just truly feels like mafioso to me in a way uh, because it's about like this accumulation of like wealth and monopoly of resources is what it feels like to me as opposed to like, I don't know, like you and like the mafia, mafia is really helpful to other people in the mafia, you know? Yeah. yeah, like are you trying to take down the government because you have a chip on your shoulder and feel like the government hasn't provided for you, so therefore... You're interested in being a revolutionary, but really it's because you feel slighted versus like actually wanting to make change for the sake of change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Any other crit? I think yeah. we will definitely have to deal with the fact that Joe 
Titan and Jesu all have a lot of power and Ark's powers are growing, hence the level up. Hey. And none of us have really talked to each other too much about it. We That's all true. seem to be la 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 <laughs> full song full yeah. song yeah yep like when i when i asked whether or not i knew this person was charmed i immediately thought i was like oh you know what i probably do know that this person is charmed and i'm making sure i don't hit daphne right now because uh-huh. i know that she is charmed but i also am not fully acknowledging that my good friend joe just convinced another human being to do something that that human being human being did not want to do and so did titan oh yeah sure yeah yeah does that happen a lot in D D in previous campaigns you all have played of like those kind of conversations because i feel like in the very few like really one-off one-day campaigns that i've played in that type of stuff doesn't happen kind of because the nature of like, okay, you're playing this campaign for three hours or six hours or something. (laughs) And so that wouldn't come up. It's like you're just taking these things as the fact that they are. But it feels like it could be easy to not have those conversations in D&D because it's like, oh, you live in a magical world. So you're used to things like this happening. I mean, I think there's you can be used to things and they they can still be fucked up. It's like you can know that like this is a new way in which people abuse each other. It's still abuse. Because <laughs> yeah. I think like, I mean, I think the spells that we used today are like some of the most, like like the way that Tor described them, or like way that Deanna described them is so accurate because it's like, yeah, I just literally bent another human to my will. Sure, in, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, so my, when Twice. I ran, when I ran my D&D campaign for Femmes and Queers, one of the main inspirations for it was all of the because none of the people who were playing were super interested in direct uh, fighting combat. We were mostly interested in storytelling and in in narrative arcs. And I was really inspired by all of the different manipulation spells. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that the regime in the world that we were working in kept power was through the use of calm emotions which Mm. i think can actually be a very manipulative spell depending on how you use it and i i i find that stuff the to be super interesting because it's i don't know it feels different to hit someone across the face versus tell someone to jump off a bridge that's Mm, i mean mm -hmm. getting someone to do something to themselves even if it's maybe it's not even jump off the bridge it's telling someone go sit in that corner for a bit and they have to do it versus Mm -hmm. you hit me across the face i would rather you hit me across the face there's something that feels more insidious by the cognitive weapons Mm -hmm. because yeah you're taking away like agency from people in a very tangible way (laughs) yes yeah yeah and it's very funny for for carl to like think that they sold us 20 20 things but it's like carl might be fucked because of that too you know wild and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and titan did not care (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do think you're right joshua i think it's the agency Mm -hmm. it's fucked yeah i was playing D D with i think kylie you were there i don't know if you were playing with us actively but we were playing with a group that was mixed experience level with D D, and somebody was like they were going to cast the hold person spell 
And they were like, yeah, I'm just going to walk up and hold this person. That's what the, that's what the spell <laughs> is, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I love that, that kind of radical, I mean, in this case, it's kind of a radical literalism, but other ways of thinking of the, the mechanics of D&D spells, you know, because hold person, for example, the way it's written, it makes you think, oh, you're going to cast the spell and then some magical force is holding them. But the way that this player wanted to do it was like, no, I'm going to go give them a hug and that will have an effect on them. You know, like my my action is then written into game mechanics and then that has a, a direct effect on what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's, mm. I, I think that's a another thing that can go into these kinds of, manipulation spells like Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily have to be like oh i'm snapping my fingers and thus you do exactly what i want you to do sometimes it you can role play it so that it's it's like you are taking an action that has a human outcome Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like you are convincing somebody and oh i'm gonna spend a spell slot so i'm like taking a box here Mm -hmm. yeah but like i am going to convince you to do this thing Mm -hmm. Which is part of why that interaction was fun and interesting for me to play as both Daphne and Carl because, you know, different things were happening to both of them. But in the end, it felt like there was no motivation to keep fighting. Like mechanically, sure, we could have kept the combat going, but it just felt like you had done enough to kind of bring them over to a a conversational place instead of a, a hitting each other place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know yeah the energy was being diffused i love that yeah like it was being what's the word yeah. de-escalated de-escalated mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that yeah D is de-escalation training <laughs> i've talked about that with people i have i think that it could be really useful for it to be honest i mean any role play game is useful for de-escalation training yeah yeah i was happy that we leveled up and i could add charmed person mm. to my yeah. spells because i was really not at least right now not feeling like i needed another attack spell mm-hmm. like something to do damage to someone mm-hmm. and from other interactions we've already had in this game when it's like i just want to talk <laughs> like yeah. having a spell that kind of forces that yes. on someone like you have to uh-huh. like me enough to stop hitting me that we can maybe talk so yeah. it felt like the obvious choice for joe to add that it, I don't think it's an accident the way that they design these spell lists for level because, mm. I mean, you kind of see that like first level spells where you have for the first couple levels of the game, it's not that none of them are role play or utility oriented, but they're just not quite as powerful if mm-hmm. they're role play oriented. Mm-hmm. And by the time you're second level, it's like you can really ha- make those effects on the other people around you yep. because th- that's a powerful thing to to go into a role play and just like, change the change the setup change the game right there yeah it's interesting i read an article recently that was like why you should never start your campaign at level one (laughs) and it made some good points i'm not saying that it was wrong per se sure but i do think there's things that you can gain by starting at first level especially for newer players and the thing that i've had to learn as a dm you just don't have to do it for very long you can do one or two sessions as first level characters and still get the benefit of that mm-hmm. without needing to like slow your campaign way down. And here we are, level three. <laughs> How many episodes is our arc going to be? And what level do you, you think we're going to get to? 
You mean the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Well, this this ah. this first season. Seasons is a good question because I suspect that we'll want to take a break before the story is done. So yeah. I feel like we might get to like some kind of natural breaking point and be like, we're going to take a month or two off, but come back to the story. I think the total story has the potential to go a ways. Let's say, does it feel dangerous to even br- project yeah, a number? It, it does. It, okay. It's part of it just I would maybe say, what we Why want. do you ask, Deanna? I know. I was just trying <laughs> to figure out like how, I, I was trying to do some calculations. You were trying, mm, how, you were trying how to soon see if you could predict get... how things were going to happen. No, I was trying to see how quickly we think we would, uh, are going to level up of just like, I wasn't sure if mm. you had a precise plan, Torsten, of like, yeah, I mm-hmm. think that we'll do like uh, maybe... 50 episodes total for the arc and like by this time you're going to be blah 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 or if it was truly just like yeah. here's... It's, it's so tough to say because it's like torsten doesn't really know what's going to happen that's true mm. that's true that's true mm. yeah, i was just discussing this with uh with another player whose name begins with b and I mentioned to Balin the other day that, that we talk about him all the time and he was like, wait, by name? By name, full name. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's his uh, middle name? Someone ask him his middle name. We no, we can't all. say his full name if he doesn't want us to say his full name. We have to be respectful of those boundaries. Balin Wagner. Don't say his name. Also, Deanna, I, I have major, major props for calling me out on on pre-writing the sticks and stones retort. I knew it. I felt it. I felt it in my soul because now, because now, Torsten, I no longer believe any phrase that comes out of your mouth. Anything that's super eloquent, I'm like planned. Planned. I will say I think that's totally okay, babe. No, no, no. No judgment. No judgment. I just, I see it now. I'm seeing it. I'm seen behind the curtain. You can no longer fool me. Uh, Anything you learned about your character today? Oh, I think I learned that that Titan didn't like, man, it was really hard. I think I said this before. I don't I'm glad that uh, Daphne's last attack failed because I don't know if Titan would have been able to come back from the brink of murder. And I'm just I got my eye on that for them. Mm. I'm just like, boo, are you okay? Mm. You're not okay. (laughs) Mm. Interesting. Interesting. What about you, Jasu? Jasu? Jasu definitely learned some things that they're in denial of. I don't think that they are ready at all, and I don't think they will be for a while to admit that they are no longer the bearer of the light. How did it feel to be the one, be the person who is now able to cure this land? Which I, I actually, I might do an insert or something because as you're walking through this whole hanging valley, you feel that your presence is is curing the corruption like the corruption is passing out of this veil i mean it's everything she has ever wanted and not from the right place and so it feels mm. is so many emotions tied into it where she finally feels like she's doing the thing that she was told that she was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. purifying the land doing yeah. all of that stuff but it's not coming from her God that in the way that she thought it was going to or in the way that it's supposed to. So I don't think that she's ready to confront that yet. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder uh, how that storytelling will come up because I definitely feel, I mean, in part, hey, everybody, this is still the show and 
as this trio was walking through that valley on their way towards the ridge, Jasu's presence was healing the corruption. That said, it wasn't making everything bright and shiny. Like It's not like new plants were growing where the corrupted ones had stood. So there's a lot of desiccated plant life around here. And I who knows what will what will happen and how long it will take for for this area to flourish again yes yeah, so it's it's not like rebirth is occurring but it it is definitely a a part of the cycle a healthy part of the cycle cool nope oh thank you kylie i feel like there's probably there's something i think behind the interaction with carl cuz thus mm. far i feel like joe typically thinks the best in people or like is a bit naive, hence why like Joe has done some things like just call out to talk to someone or mm. things like that because she doesn't necessarily think someone's going to attack her. But specifically with this, with her keychain, and it, I think she's, I think the protectiveness towards her dad and something that he gave her that he worked hard on for someone to think that they were going to take it and actually maybe pose. A threat mm. I felt like put Joe on an edge that hasn't happened up until that moment. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Have you had a wild magic surge before this? No, that was the first time, no, right? Yeah, that was the first time. That's super interesting. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention all of the invisible ladybugs that I saw That's, during that. Oh moment. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a rare form of invisible ladybug <laughs> that lives in that area which nobody knew about. Yeah, I, nobody. But I saw it. Until <laughs> Uh, amazing. No, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was hard to figure out how to. <laughs> it, that's a good one, though. The invisible ladybugs. Yep. Yeah. It's a new species that you. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> discovered. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much, and can't wait for next time. Deanna, anything you want to plug? My dog. My dog mm. is great. She's perfect. She's better than any other dog in the world. She's better than <laughs> anything else in the world. She is perfect. I love her. Her name's Junebug. <laughs> I plug her. And Joshua? Oh, uh, anything I got to plug? Um, you know what? I'm I, I'm just I'm going to plug. It's going to be so cheesy, so I'm just going to say it. I'm just like believing in yourself, you Aww. know? If there's something that you want to do or think that you can do, like just like go do it. And if you don't know how, that ask somebody some questions cuz it's probably not as hard as you think it is. And people want to help. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kylie, anything you want to plug? I'm going to plug New Glarus since they're supposed to be sponsoring nice. us. And so, yep. Thank you gonna, so much, New Glarus. Thank you so much, yeah. New Glarus. If you want this sponsor, if you want this plug to happen again, you will actually have to sponsor <laughs> us. So. And I will plug our Patreon. If you haven't had enough of us, head on over to our Patreon for more. We do a pre-show and all sorts of random things now. Uh, and there are plenty of helicopters and barking dogs in those too. So find the link on our socials at When Crit Happens. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Everybody. Also, that's not my dog barking. Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Special thanks to Cullen Fitzpatrick for our theme music and original musical underscoring by Wormwood, Balin Wagner, and Benjamin Bergdorf. Full episodes come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content is released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash whencrithappens to join the community. Thanks for listening.
Hey everyone, because this episode wraps up the corrupted water of Tempest Top mini-arc, we're going to take a short break from the Rock Hatima campaign for one release cycle. Don't worry, we'll still give you an awesome episode on our normal schedule. The next main feed drop will be some of our most popular Patreon content, so we are quite sure that you'll enjoy it. And for patrons, we're going to do something a little special for you. In the meantime, we've got a very special guest indeed joining us in the next Patreon episode. You may recognize his name from the music credits and from gratuitous shoutouts during the show. It's an interview that dives into how role-playing games can be used in a classroom setting, improvisational cello, and many other things. And while you're listening to that Patreon episode, you can enjoy one of the many beers we discuss on the show that definitely sponsor us, that for sure, really, truly, actually sponsor us. Okay. Thanks, everyone.